This is Very Bold Radio and Podcast with your host, Steve Teal, bringing encouragement through God's Word and through inspiring interviews. Go to VeryBold.com for information and updates and email Steve at VeryBold.com. And now, here is your host, Steve Teal. We are talking more peanut butter bowl today. Why? Because there are hungry children in San Antonio with weekend hunger. That means 15,000 to 20,000 children are not sure if they're going to eat on the weekends. We found a great organization, Snack Pack for Kids San Antonio. They provide name brand snacks on a weekly basis during the school year for those kids and also some during the summer. And then once a month, they give them peanut butter just because if you run out of snacks or you're just extra hungry, just grab some peanut butter. Snack Pack for Kids is providing for 2,500 children right now. And I know Leslie Kingman, and she won't stop until they're feeding all fifteen to 20,000 kids. But the only way we can help her do that is to do our part and to bring peanut butter to the games that are coming up. Peanut Butter Bowl is coming really fast. We've got uh, Peanut Butter Bowl 5 is Clark and Churchill at Ferris Stadium Thursday, August 29th, 7 o'clock. Peanut Butter Bowl 4 actually is on Friday, Johnson and Brandeis at Heroes Stadium, 7.30. Reagan and Brennan is over at Ferris. That's Peanut Butter Bowl 6. And then New Braunfels travels to Alamo Heights for Peanut Butter Bowl 7. We are talking peanut butter today with those coaches and players that we did not get to interview last week. So we've got Brandeis Broncos coach David Branscombe, coach Hamilton of the Reagan Rattlers, coach Mangold of the New Braunfels Unicorns, and coach Geist of the Clark Cougars. We're going to be meeting some of their players, some of their key leaders, and we're going to talk not just about peanut butter and hungry children. We're going to talk some football. We're going to hear about it. You're going to really be impressed by these young men and impressed by the leadership of the coaches. Now, I want to remind you, Peanut Butter Bowl is what we do for Very Bold Ministries. So you're listening to Very Bold Radio and Podcast, and I appreciate it so much. This is a part of what we do. And then I get to be hockey chaplain for the San Antonio Rampage. That comes under the umbrella of Very Bold Ministries. I do coaches ministry at a couple of these uh, high schools. I do Bible studies with them. I go to the hospitals if I need to. Um, I check in on these guys and support and love them. That is a part of Very Bold Ministries. The children's books, Bobby Be a Blessing, the other books that are coming, that's all part of Very Bold Ministries. Yes, in addition to me being youth pastor at a great, great church, River City Church in New Braunfels. And so I just want to remind people that you can give peanut butter this year. This is what we want to do. We're trying to collect 20,000 jars of peanut butter for snack pack for kids. But I also want to say thank you to our team that supports Very Bold. I could not do it without you. I can't wait. I wish there was a day when I said, oh, I don't need your money. I don't need your donations to help us put this vision in place. What we'd like to do is reach more, uh, have more football games that are peanut butter bowls, and we'd like to feed more kids. Um, we'd like to do more just hungry people like in New Braunfels. And the way that we can do that is if God moves on your heart and you become a part of Very Bold. So, you can go to verybold.com and you can give right there on the website. If you're just feeling God is leading you to give peanut butter, fantastic. I'm, I love it. You can go to peanutbutterbold.com, go to the donate link. And if you're giving for San Antonio for Snack Pack for Kids, we've got a link right to that page that gives for the peanut butter bowl. If you want to give for SOS in New Braunfels, then you can go to their website, sosfoodbank.org, and you can see um, how you can donate to them. I don't think they have an online giving program, but you 
can still find ways that you can give to them. So stay tuned. We're going to have a great time. We're going to talk to these different coaches and different players and then realize this. We had such a great time talking that we couldn't fit it all in our 26 minutes. And so I want to encourage you now to go to your podcast platform of choice and subscribe to Very Bold Radio and Podcast. As soon as this show is over, then it is available and you can go and hear the entire interview. If you're on Facebook, go back to Facebook Live and you can go through and find the different interviews that we did today. Uh, I want to bless you and uh, say that we're going to be very bold today and thank you for being very bold with us. So stay tuned as we are joined by Coach David Branscom and his two players. Are you ready for some football? Did you guys think I was going to like sing out something? It, it wasn't happening. Are you ready for some football? Man, I am so excited. I want to welcome uh, all of my listeners, but also on Facebook Live, our Brandeis Bronco community. Yeah. It is peanut butter bowl time, and uh, I am so excited. You can tell Coach Branscom is excited because he's, right. he's already fired up. Uh, we're going to talk about feeding hungry kids, and we're going to get to talk about Peanut Butter Bowl 4. But also, Brandeis, I want you to know that because of Coach Branscombe's leadership and Coach Ritterman over at Johnson, they both agreed that it was time that we've been doing a great job, and you have been, of feeding hungry kids. Three seasons, about 15,000 jars of peanut butter to help our many kids in San Antonio that are hungry on the weekends. You guys have done a fantastic job. But these guys, their leadership, Coach Branscombe, said we need to do more. We can do more if we involve other communities. And so Brandeis Johnson is, again, Peanut Butter Bowl, and it's four, but we've added a five, a six, and a seven with other games with Brennan and Reagan, Alamo Heights, New Braunfels, and Clark and Churchill are all Peanut Butter Bowl. So we're going to really band together this year and uh, just do a great job. So thank you in advance for that. we got a couple of Brandeis players you're going to meet in just a few minutes, Alec Martinez. Man, he just crushes people. I've, I've witnessed it. I've been on the sideline. I've been like, I need to sit in the stands. It's dangerous down here around him. And Caleb Pronk is here as well. You're going to meet them, and we're going to find out why Coach Branscombe brought them. But I want to hear Coach Branscombe. Welcome to the show. How are you doing? Hi, Steve. It's good, good to see you, man. It's always good to see you, man. <laughs> I've missed you. I've missed, I missed you this you summer. Too. So I'm looking forward to seeing you a lot more Absolutely. very soon. So listen, let me start with this because I do think it is awesome that I think a lot of coaches, first of all, when we started Peanut Butter Bowl, um, we did it with Coach Fleener before you were the head coach. Uh, he left to go back to the Metroplex. And I just, I will never forget that you could have just said, I've got my own things to do to the Peanut Butter Bowl. But you just picked up and not only picked up, but I remember that very first year. I mean, you just, you jumped in, you made it happen. We got a lot, a lot of peanut butter going really quick. Last year, you came up with another thing that kind of just got it kick started with more peanut butter. Uh, you brought in one of your good friends, Michael Spears. He donated just basically truckloads of peanut butter, and that was because of you and how much he believes in you. Well, it's because of him. Yeah, well, <laughs> somebody had to say. Sure, <laughs> sure. I was the gopher. Yeah, you were the gopher. Yeah. Well, he believes in you. And if he didn't believe in you, he wouldn't have done that. So that's one of those things when you have that trust and you can say to him, hey, this is what we're doing. Could you give? You know, he's not asking a thousand questions. He just knows it's David Branscombe and he right. believes in you. So one of the cool things I think this year is you and Coach Ritterman said, well, let's involve some others. Again, I could see where I might say, hey, we're the peanut butter bowl. And we have been. And I wanted it to be Johnson Brandeis. Uh, and it has been, and it's got its identity. And now you guys, though, are open to involving more people. Why? Talk to us about that. 
Well, I think it's just what we talked about today at the press conference. Uh, uh, say it often to these guys. It's it's not about you. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. not. And so uh, I think as a coach, you're constantly trying to protect your players, their yeah. time. Mm-hmm. Um, I think about where I was as a first-year head coach swimming yeah. on a daily basis. And I think about the conversation. And obviously um, part of you – in controlling the things you can control from a uh, football perspective, uh, there's times where we feel like there's not enough time for those outside things. But yeah. the true value of what you teach these kids, especially to start your year off, yeah, I mean, there's not a better avenue for them to think of somebody other than themselves. Yeah, for them to go out in their community uh, and to rely on their community that we have a great community of competitors. I say it all the time that. When they buy into something, they buy into something. Yeah. And and when they do something, they don't just do it halfway. Yeah. And so that is a great combination to uh, to build those intangibles in our kids. Right. And so, you know, just seeing those coaches today and the value of what they do, it just ties into this. So it, it was a no-brainer. Well, man, we really appreciate it because I think a lot of people I, – I just appreciate your leadership and I appreciate uh, your community and your players. All right. Man, let's talk a little bit of football in the time that we have left, too. Yeah. You had an incredible season last season. So, I mean, how how do you approach after such a deep, amazing run? It was big. It was epic. There was games where it felt like a movie, and you all pulled it out. <laughs> a bad movie sometimes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, we're thinking of the same game, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> uh, where do you go, I mean, from there? Well, I think that you want to build a program and you want to be in those environments and you look at the pieces and how you put it together and the process. Um, and the funnest thing about football is no season is the same. Yeah. The, the, the dynamic of the kids that you do it with the young man, uh, that's why these two are in this room. Um, you know, so I think we, uh, have to, to drown out the noise and, and not care too much about what people think we are because the greatest thing about this sport is how easily you can be humbled. Uh, yeah. And if you're not humble and hungry, and I think they have that work mentality. It just okay. didn't start with me. Right. I think it's in our community. And so, you know, we're excited about this year. We really are. We've got to put our blinders on and, and focus on us because yeah. we are our biggest opponent. And our goal since we got beat last year is we stepped into an arena with somebody that was physically mm. um, in a different level than us. And it's hard to say that as a man, yeah. but that's the truth. Okay. And if you're going to get past that, you've got to process that and figure out how to do it. And these two sitting with us today are some of the biggest proponents for that 2019 season and their intent to grow a football team and to grow a core group and to put the time and effort in yeah. uh, to make it as successful as they can for their senior year. All right, tell me something good about these guys. Why did you bring these guys? You told us part, but tell me something so that when they have a bad day, when Alec finally misses a block or something, and you, you give him a little bit of a challenge to do better, uh, that he can go back, oh, I'm still loved by Coach. I know I'm still loved. What can you tell me about these guys that well, you appreciate about? Some One of the greatest things about both of them is they're probably their biggest critics. Ah. You know, it's it's uh, watching them grow throughout their uh, high school career. I think they've battled adversity. 
I think these two men represent what a leader is. Mm. And I've, you know, over your coaching career, you evolve and you see things. And I think my definition of a leader at this time is an extension of the coaching staff. And I think these two men represent that uh, as good as, if not better than any other guys on our team. And that's the thing. They can shake their heads and smile it off, but (laughs) but but it's in the intent. It's in the day-to-day. Yeah. It's in the interaction. It's seeing them working out when we don't have workouts up at the school when I come to work. It's it's the little things that prove to me that it's uh, important to them, which means when they leave me and they leave our coaches, they're, they're extending the culture and growth, and they're bought into that core group. And so they're at the center of it. Uh, there's more that are in that yeah, same manner. Sure. But these two have really done a great job making our team as best we can to be prepared for the 2019 season. All right. Well, let's welcome Alec and Caleb. Welcome to the show, guys. Thanks for having us. Appreciate it. Man, Alec, talk to me about what Coach is saying. Where does that come from, that leadership, that drive that you're up there? We were talking off air about you know being at the beach and stuff, but it sounds like you're always up working out is what I'm hearing about. Well, it's a grind. It's a grind, yeah. You have to want it. It's just wanting to be better than you were last season. So what, what is it for you? Like, is there a motivation from last year? Was it the Westlake game? Was it earlier in the season? Was it something else that you're like, man, I'm coming back stronger than ever before? I just hate losing. I the Westlake <laughs> game really pushed it. Yeah. And what Coach was saying about physically, just it was another level? Is that what it felt like? So, I mean, what have you guys done to work and work hard? The weight room. The weight room? Yeah. All right. Caleb, are people buying into this? Oh, for sure. You can just tell there's a buzz about the whole factor in the team. There's just a buzz around practice, around everything that you could just tell people want it this year. And is, does it feel any different to you from the past, or what does it feel like? Uh, it just feels like everyone's more bought in, honestly. Okay. We're more right. of a core group. Okay, that's cool. So do you guys see like that strength from working out in the, in the weight room and everything? Are you starting to see that? Oh, for sure. Yeah? Oh, my gosh. All right. Awesome. Awesome. Well, His really jersey excited. doesn't fit. His jersey. How much uh, muscle have you added, Alec? What's the scoop here? What were you last year? How much were you going? What were you? At the end of the season, I was about 245. Yeah. And right now, I'm probably weighing in at 260, 262. That's awesome. Yeah. Man. That is yeah. awesome. Wow. Wow. All right. So, guys, what do you do? I mean, Coach was talking about kind of some of the hype, some of the noise. What do you do to stay humble? Caleb, what do you what do? You do? Uh, you just got to know that, uh, I guess, the people around you got you. Okay. And you got to really worry about what they think about you and not what everybody else thinks about you, like Coach was saying. And that's really it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Man, well, I am excited. Anything you want to add to that, Alec? Just not listen to the noise? What do you do? How do you focus? You just got to block it out. Block it out. Because right. everybody has the same record at the beginning of the season. Two big zeros, right? You guys are going to get after it. I'm excited. All right, Coach Branscombe, anything else you want to add just to your community or to these guys before we uh, sign off? Well, I know we're excited to get started. We hope. Uh, hope is not a strategy, but we <laughs> right. hope it's a long season. Uh, we can't wait to see uh, our community and our fans um, because so much of what we do, uh, they make it so much better. Yeah. And so in that same regard – uh, obviously, when we kick off our season, our peanut butter yeah. initiative kicks off. So it would be phenomenal 
to see that push start even faster. I've canceled practices in the middle of fall camp to build incentive for peanut butter. Mm -hmm. And it's amazing, just like playing a game, when you look around the room or wherever you're storing that peanut butter and you're trying to calculate if you're winning from the last year. Yeah. You know, and it's it's just about getting as much as you can for the need. But it's a real thing. I mean, it it feels Mm -hmm. like a game to you because those two weeks before we get to our meet the Broncos, when it kind of solidifies it, uh, you know, we have staff meetings about where we are with it and what needs to be done. And, and, and our, our greatest acronym that we try to instill in our kids is, is WIN, W-I-N, and what's important now. And mm. so, you know, it, it's, it's made me a better coach and a man yeah. to, to put that need in front of some things that in years past I'd have a hard time doing. Yeah. But it's, it's in what it teaches them that's the most important because it ain't about me either. Right. And so that's uh, Brandeis, let's go. Yes, I love it. I love it. Man, I'm fired up. I'm ready to go buy some more peanut butter right now. Man, appreciate you so much, Coach Branscombe, Alec, and Caleb. Thanks for being here today. Again, your presence is going to help us to get more peanut butter. So Brandeis Community, you heard it from him. I can't say it better than him. we got to go. we got to go for it. So I'm counting on you. So um, God bless you, and thank you guys. You've done a great job. But let's thank let's you. take it up another level. Yeah. All right. Go thank Broncos. <laughs> I am so excited. We're talking to the Reagan Rattlers, and we're talking to the Reagan Rattler community. And Coach Hamilton and uh, two of his players, Blake Plant and Michael Davidson. And I just want to, before, well, let me say hi to Coach Hamilton and welcome you to the show. How are you doing today? How are we doing? Man, I'm doing fantastic. Doing great. great. Thank you for having us today. Man, yeah, appreciate your leadership and appreciate uh, how you're impacting young young men's lives. And uh, we're going to talk about that in just a minute. Um, I want to tell you, uh, Reagan Rattlers that are watching, um, and we're just really excited to have you guys on board with Peanut Butter Bowl. Um, You guys are Peanut Butter Bowl 6 against uh, the Brennan Bears. And the reason we're doing this is because in San Antonio, we're up here on the 12th floor of a building looking out of the studio. If you look around, you can see a pretty good part of the city. We see the airport to one side. You look outside, you can imagine. It's not hard to imagine. There are a lot of children out there that on the weekend they don't have food. And so we started the Peanut Butter Bowl a few years ago with Johnson and Brandeis, but those coaches felt like if we included you guys, Reagan and Brennan and Clark and Churchill and Alamo Heights and New Braunfels, we could collect and do a a lot more. So that's why we're here. The peanut butter that gets collected here goes for, there's 15 to 20,000 children in and around San Antonio that just don't have food on the weekends. And so when we collect this peanut butter, when you donate it, um, it goes to 2,500 of those children and Snack Pack for Kids San Antonio. It's a great organization. They give kids every week, they give them snacks uh, for the weekend so they have food. But once a month, they give them this pe- peanut butter. You're going to be tempted. You're going to go to HEB or Target, and you're going to want to buy a huge one. But they actually want just the regular size 16 to 18 ounce. But you can buy more than one. You can buy 24 if you want. And uh, then that, that goes to those kids. So once a month when they're out of food, they just need some protein. You can take a spoon, take a finger. I mean, just eat some peanut butter. They need it. So that's why we're here. And um, I just think it's great. And your coach and his leadership is really impacting this thing. And the first thing that I noticed was when Ron Ritterman over at Johnson asked coaches, hey, would you guys jump in and do this too? Uh, for me, if I was the head coach, it would have been so easy to say, 
man, I am maxed out because I know you're maxed out. <laughs> you got so much going on. You got so much time. That would be the one thing I would want to protect and think, I can't do the peanut butter bowl. So, Coach Hamilton, tell us, man, why did you just say yes immediately? Uh, you got to say yes to this, no doubt. <laughs> uh, you know, it's just a, a tremendous honor for us to team up, you know, with the Brennan Bears at, at our first contest of the year on that August the 30th, I believe it is. Yes. And uh, when we towed up at Ferris Stadium, um, we want our community and the, the Brennan community, the Reagan and, and Brennan communities, uh, to, to show up in groves and, and just uh, fill up those buckets, you know, like, yeah. like you spoke on a while ago. Just it, whether it's one or 24 or, or as many as you can put in those bags, uh, come out and support both programs and make sure you're there for the game. But uh, on your way there, make sure you, you fill up that trunk and, and fill that thing up with the, the great source of protein for our kids, you know, that, that need a, a snack or, or a meal. Um, we always talk about that with our football kids. You know, uh, yeah. you need a you need a P and J before yeah. you go to sleep with a glass of milk. It's a great great yeah. way to put it back in and gain a few pounds. And uh, we want to make sure that we're also allowing the kids that need those snacks and those meals uh, to to benefit from the same type of snacks and, and sources that that we can provide them. Uh, from our efforts. That's awesome, Coach Hamilton. I appreciate, again, your leadership and your heart on this. And one of the things we're kind of pushing this year is, because I know someone who's watching or hears this on the radio or hears from you, they're going to be like, man, I didn't know there were so many hungry kids in San Antonio, so I want to give a 1,000 jars. We've had that before, 500 jars. Someone is going to do that. And then I think the temptation for the rest of us is just to sit back and think, oh, they got that. But what I'm really trying to push is the unity of that night at game night. Each one, bring one. Each one, bring one. And you might have already donated 50, but that night, just bring one as we come together. And I would love for Brennan and Reagan just to have the stands full, just to kick that off. I'll obviously watch a great football game, but also, you know, do something great for these kids. So I appreciate your leadership. You get it, and uh, it's important. All right, let's talk a little bit about, you know, it's leadership. Why did you bring these guys with us? And then I want to talk some football with these guys, too. <laughs> awesome. Oh, you know, these two guys do, do it right. You know, and we always talk about you're either doing right or doing wrong. And these mm. guys uh, continuously on a daily basis, it doesn't matter if it's on a, a early Monday morning or a Friday night under the lights, uh, I can count on these two young men, along with a lot of young men in our program. Yeah. But these guys, uh, they put up with a lot from me. So I figured, <laughs> you know what, I can reward these guys for taking all those butt chewings I've, I've thrown their way. You know, I always tell them, the better you are, the, the harder I'm going to be on you. Yeah. And these two guys, they can handle what I dish out to them. Uh, you know, Blake is my position kid, so he gets it on a daily basis. How about he's that? A inside backer. <laughs> and my man, Mike Davidson, he's been with, with us on the varsity for what, three years now? Is that correct? Yes, sir. And so, uh, you know, he handles a lot, lot on the offensive end of the thing, uh, the side of the ball and uh, handles our deep snapping also in, this, in the kicking game. And both these guys are rocks in our program. And, That's uh, awesome. You know, I just wanted to show them off a little bit. That's to great, the city. man. That's great. I, I love that idea. Well, Blake, uh, talk to me about what you're feeling. This is your senior year, right? Yes, sir. I mean, this is it. How does that feel like right now? Um, it's kind of surreal. Like, yeah. Uh, I started out, and it just, it just feels like time flies. It's yeah. just gone by so fast. But I'm excited for it. Okay. Yes, what sir. are you what are you expecting for this year? What are you hoping for? Um, I'm hoping to have a good season, you know, play in December, win all our non district games, win our district games. Basically went out. 
You just want everything. You just want to win it all. I see. All right. Well, Michael, talk to me about the team. Like, uh, just every team is a little bit different, different personality. Now that you guys are seniors, you're leaders. When you were sophomore and uh, you looked up to those seniors, you might have seen some things. Well, I want to be like that when I'm a senior. But you might have also seen some things like, I don't like how they're doing this. So what, uh, what kind of leadership are you guys trying to bring to it this year? Oh, we're just encouraging everyone to do the right thing, you know. Early in the morning, we got morning practices now. Everyone's tired. No one wants to be there, but we still work hard. We still push through. We we get everyone up at 6.15 every day in the summer to go work out when you could just be sleeping in like some of these other teams. Dang. Other people are sleeping. Y'all are already working. 6.15. Yes, sir. Did you make any of those, Blake? I did make all of them. <laughs> I'm not surprised. That's why he's here. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, did you feel like there was a pretty high participation of guys that did this? Oh, yes, sir. Everyone that wants to be on the field shows up for every single workout, every single training that we have. Everyone's doing everything extra that they can to be on the field and play. Has it been like that every year that you've been on varsity, or is this a little bit new level? I mean, we've had a really good program at Reagan right. for a while, but – I mean, I think it's a whole new level. I think everyone's starting to show up and everyone's really buying into the program. We've got more leadership now than we've had in the last couple of years, and I think we're going to be really good this year. All right, that's awesome, and I know you're a smart guy, so i got to believe it. You're Ivy Leaguer, man. Yes, sir. That's crazy talk. So where are you going for school? Uh, I'm most likely going to end up going to Brown University. Most likely? It's still open. Yes, sir. What, what's the situation there? Uh, I've been talking to Brown. I've been talking to West Point, some of the ah, military schools. Okay, but all right. <laughs> right now you. it looks like Brown University. All right. Blake, tell me about that defense. How's it shaping up? You're a linebacker, like Coach yes, said, sir. right? Yeah. Yes, um, it's looking pretty good. we got a, a couple of returners coming back that really helped us out last year. And plus we're young, and a lot of the young players played on the varsity level last year, so they got a lot of experience. So I didn't. You guys are young this year? Or not. Well, we're not really young, but we had a lot of sophomores that played varsity on the varsity, started on varsity defense last year. Dang. So That's really impressive to me. Say. Okay. All right. How many years have you guys played Brennan now? Is that, that's been going on I for a while. I think this will right? be our fourth season. Fourth we, season? We squared off. Okay. Again, yes, All right. Uh, Coach, what are you expecting uh, out of this season? What does it look like from you watching them in the summer workouts? I mean, how are you feeling? <laughs> you probably don't want to ask me that question <laughs> because, you know, I, I live day by day, and, and I'm just trying to survive today and on to the next tomorrow. we got a parent meeting tonight, and we're going to kick that thing off talking about peanut butter tonight, I'm going to tell you that. Oh, uh, man, and Getting ready it. for August the 30th. But uh, I'm super excited. You know, we've got a lot of kids coming back on offense. Our skill set at the receiver position looks really good. We graduated a pretty good one that went to K-State. Uh, so we've got to try to find ways to, to fulfill the role that he played last year, and we yeah. think we've got some guys that can fill those shoes. Um, you know, up front, we got some guys that are coming back on the offensive line. And, you know, the, the Staley kid, Travis, is back. He's been a two-year starter for us. Uh, this will be his senior year. Wow, yeah. Um, you know, he's supposed to go to Texas, and he's going to go to Texas and, and, and get on the bump and, and pitch. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, if he, if he was uh, opening his, his football recruitment up, if he wasn't on the mound, he'd probably be getting a heck of a lot more mail. But, you know, he, he's going to go the baseball okay. route for sure. When you can throw 96 on the bump, you know, they'll come after you uh, oh. from all angles. So, uh Super Man. excited to have him back in the huddle leading the offense. And, uh, you know, on the defense side of the thing, uh, we've got uh, a bunch of kids on the defensive line that, that are going to be uh, program kids that maybe didn't have a huge role last year. Yeah. But up front on the defensive line, we're going to rotate guys, uh, and we should be 
uh, one of our better defensive lines that we've had. Uh, we got some good, like like Blake alluded to a while ago, we got some good young kids that are going to fill some roles. Of course, he's coming back as a senior, yeah. a linebacker, and, and he spoke about the two young kids that we have uh, that played significant minutes at corner last year, uh, the Staggers kid and the Pedro Ryan kid, uh, whose dad actually played at Brown and played tight end. Oh. So being that we're we're talking we're talking some Ivy League stuff yeah, there, yeah. And uh, both of those uh, young men, you know, are going to play stellar roles this year in our in our secondary. And then Jake Bullock's coming back at, at safety, and uh, we got some other young men that are, are going to fill in at, 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 at safety position. And the Ryan kid may have to bump inside. We may leave him outside at corner. So, yeah. It's, it, Man, it's, it's well. You may it be living be day by day, but I'm already. I'm there. I'm ready to watch you guys go. This <laughs> they, sounds really they talk, good. They talked about their goals a while ago a little bit. They touched on them. We, you know, yeah. we haven't won the district championship in two years. Okay, and that's coming off of us uh, bringing that thing home for four years in a row. And it's something that's definitely <laughs> on the tip of their tongues every day. And 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 we haven't gotten to to play in December for a while. And those are things that we talk about on a daily basis. So. We look we look forward to the challenges that the season brings. Yeah, uh, but we're not looking past tomorrow. We got a uh, freshman right. practice tomorrow morning, ready to get those guys going, and, and super excited about Monday morning. At, uh, what do we say, guys? Six forty-five. Six thirty. You better not be 630? late. Six thirty. That's, That's like right. fifteen minutes later than you were doing all summer. You're gonna get sleep in fifteen <laughs> minutes. Right, all right. Well, listen. I really appreciate all of you guys being here and uh, helping to feed hungry kids, and appreciate all the work that you're putting into football. And uh, I'm hoping you have a great, great season. So thanks a lot. Yes, sir. Appreciate you, Chris appreciate Hamilton. You. All right. Thank you for having Thank us. You. Yeah, you got it, Reagan community man. You, I can tell y'all are going to be on board. So I can't wait to see what you do with Peanut Butter Bowl. So thank you very much in advance of that, and good luck and have a great season. Strike them. <laughs> New Braunfels, hello. I've got New Braunfels unicorns in the house. We're in San Antonio at KSLR all day today. We've uh, done a press conference for the Peanut Butter Bowl and Peanut Butter Bowl 7, which is Alamo Heights. The mules are coming to New Braunfels Unicorn Stadium Friday, August 30th. And uh, I'm so excited for Peanut Butter Bowl 7. And New Braunfels, what we are doing um, is really cool because we've done in San Antonio with Johnson and Brandeis. We've done the peanut butter bowl. We've collected peanut butter down here for hungry children. But in New Braunfels, we're going to focus on SOS, which I know you guys have done some stuff with before. And uh, we're going to collect peanut butter for SOS. They feed over 8,000 individuals a year. They give them basic food. They give them other food that just helps these people that are hungry. And I just feel like it's a good thing to feed hungry people. I think God is pleased by it. And, uh, man, it just makes my soul uh, feel better to know that we can help people out. So here's what happened. Uh, Coach Mangold, I've known him for a long time. Uh, when uh, The only football games I went to back then were Madison Maverick games. And Coach Mangold was a uh, long time on the staff there. And then he came out to New Braunfels. And then, you know, I must love Coach Mangold a lot and Coach Streety because a year ago I came out to New Braunfels. And uh, so I do very bold ministries in Peanut Butter Bowl, but I'm also youth pastor at River City Church in New Braunfels. So um, that's, man, that's the deal. And I have known you a long time, and I appreciate Well, welcome to the show, well, Coach Mangold. Thank you for having me. Uh, it's a, a pleasure to be here and a great honor that y'all included us uh, in the Peanut Butter Bowl. Man, that was, that was a really easy decision for us. And one of the reasons I wanted to do it, um, of course, is because we moved out to New Braunfels a year ago. And our, our church, um, we love feeding hungry kids. 
So even though we're focusing on this peanut butter going to SOS, if SOS turns any peanut butter away, uh, my church is more than happy. We're in a bunch of different schools, and I appreciate the reason. One of the reasons I do this is because my pastor, Jason Powers, is all about us just doing what God calls us to do. So I get to love our kids, but I get to love New Braunfels. And so this is really exciting to do this. Now, here's the deal. Uh, you've known Coach Rinneman. I mean, how long? How long have you known him? You guys go way back. Yeah, well, we uh, we played football together in college. We were roommates, so, so I back forgot. to 1987, 88, somewhere around there. I forgot you there. guys were roommates. Yes. What was that? Like, who was the who was the messy one? Who was the clean one? Both of y'all were clean, huh? Yeah, we're both pretty organized, pretty clean people. <laughs> that probably helps in coaching, being yeah. organized. <laughs> Uh, well, tell me, tell me this, because I, I keep thinking today, if I was a head football coach, one thing I know is you guys don't have time. And you've made time today, but you're, you're maxed out. You're going, I don't, how many hours a week? Don't even answer. How many hours a day? Don't even answer. Like, too many. Uh, I feel like if I was a head football coach and somebody asked me, um, hey, would you guys do a peanut butter bowl? I might say, well, man, I'm maxed out. I don't, you know, that sounds like a lot of work. You immediately said yes. So what, what is the reason behind that? Well, this is crunch time for us as coaches. And, uh, yeah. But uh, just a chance to give back to, you know, we've been blessed to be coaches and to work with young men. And we're truly blessed in New Braunfels with the great young men that we have on our uh, athletic programs and in our school. Uh, but on the other hand, we, we need to be examples for them. And these two guys I brought with me today are good examples of being willing and wanting to give back and be examples for everybody else to give back. Uh, there's more to it than what, what you take. You're a natural at this, man. You, he set up the transition for me, man. He just put it up on a tee. Well, tell me about these uh, two outstanding young men that you brought and why, why you brought them. Well, both of these guys are very giving guys of their of their time and uh, very good leaders for us, both senior receivers for us. Uh, they've worked hard, just persistence uh, and making themselves better players and better young men throughout this summer and in the, the, the past summers. Uh, they've, they've kept on working on their trade and kept on persevering. You know, there, there was times where, you know, they didn't get as much playing time as they wanted, but guess what? They didn't really complain or... Y'all didn't gripe? You guys are competitive. You want to be out there. But the most important part is they bounced back and went back to work. I love they, it. They understood that throughout life there's going to be things that don't go your way and yeah you just got to go to work and try to make things better yeah that's awesome all right well we got luke darrow did i say that right yes sir luke you darrow and, and craig johnson did i say that right just yes. kidding that was a nice easy <laughs> one for me all right uh we got two receivers so we get to talk some offense man um are you guys winging it around is the quarterback slinging around what do we got what are we looking at how was seven on seven i mean we're receivers did y'all do seven on seven this year Yes, and, and I mean, did it go okay? Did you talk to me a little bit? Yeah, we got second overall. Um, and our out of our four teams, we lost twice. I think to the same team, they got first, which was Steel. Mm-hmm. And I mean, they're just they're a very good group of people. And I mean, yeah, we'll just really, wait for the season to go against them. Yeah, no, they really push us to to make us better and get us ready for the season. Um, it's good to go against some of those guys, uh, especially when Reagan comes <laughs> That's out. Tough. And, it's. I mean, they're, they're all like really good teams, and I mean, Clemens pushes us. I mean, all of them. Like, they uh, they help us for whenever we the season comes around to really uh, use what we have learned over the off season and use those skills. Awesome. So we're we're talking about Steel. Who else were you guys playing in uh, seven on seven? Anybody else? 
at uh, Clemens and Reagan. Yeah, Clemens. Mm-hmm. Are, that's who you were playing. That's mm-hmm. what you're saying. I thought you were talking, man, that's amazing. Y'all won a bunch of those games. Yeah, we played really well. Mm-hmm. Dang, y'all were real humble too. When I was asking about some, seven on seven, I was like, oh, I can't read their faces. Did this go bad? <laughs> no, this went really well. Yeah. All right. How many receivers are we talking about that we we have? About four or five. Four or five? Yeah, and then there's two or three in mine and then two or three tight ends that we have. Okay. All right. That's cool. And um, tell me about uh, just the team itself. I mean, you guys have been in the program for a long time, right? Uh, I've been asking the question, when you look up, when you're a sophomore or junior and you look up at the seniors, there's probably things about their leadership that you're like, I like that. But there may be a thing or two like, man, I don't like how they're treating underclassmen. So what kind of uh, leadership are you guys looking to bring this year? Uh, really just just working together as a team I mean because I feel like most of the times uh, that what breaks a team apart is 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 get being distant and and on the field not communicating um, getting mad at each other yeah taking it out on each other and and like when offense doesn't move the ball defense will get mad at offense and just, yeah it's it's something that really needs to change uh, and will help us be more successful as if we start uh, working better as a team and 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 not getting on each other and just supporting one another. So how do you do that? I mean, have you guys, like, tried to do anything just to be closer, to be tighter, to be more positive, less negative? I mean, what do you do? I mean, we've thought about, like, doing, like, I mean, certain... <laughs> no, you did. <laughs> like, no, you yeah, got this one, crazy. <laughs> but, like, certain activities, I mean, uh, thought of, like, sharing time together, going to, like, play sand volleyball or uh, coming up with ideas to just stay closer to each other and, and just fishing uh, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> new Braunfels boys man yeah. yeah i gotta hear about the sand volleyball there's a lot about new Braunfels i don't know oh, yet yeah. so there's some sand volleyball down at the park or something yeah it's, yep. a, it's a blast yeah, it is? A, yeah okay all right i need to go out there all right uh tell me about the defensive guys aren't here how are you feeling about the defense this year our defense has always been pretty strong okay. uh they're really consistent i mean they make it down in crunch time and they make it count and they always set us up our offense, you know, were great opportunities. We just have to follow through. There's been multiple times where uh, it's like towards the end of a game and it, it comes down to where we need to get the ball back and there's a crucial interception or fumble. or yeah. and It's just our job to we need to really focus on is capitalizing off of those opportunities. All right, you guys are receivers, so i got to ask. I mean, during the summer or last season, like, you know, did you have a favorite catch? Did you do, you know, one-handed sort of thing? Uh, what would you guys do? Or did you beat a steal, DB? I mean, what's this um, give me something good here. It was against Johnson. I had a touchdown. <laughs> it was about 40 yards. 40 yards? Yeah. Oh. Only one of the season, but, I mean, it was my favorite. <laughs> uh, absolutely. What was your route? What were, uh, were you running? I ran a cop route, so corner post. Ah, okay. All right. Man, was the ball right there? Oh, it was perfect. Oh, sweet. <laughs> All right. What about you? Um, I would Great. say mine was honestly it, – it, it got counted incomplete, but, we you know, we looked back at the film and really? I got a foot down. But I remember Coach Mango coming in the film room and saying, oh, you know, you got that ball. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, no, uh, it was against Dripping Springs, and uh, it was like a deuce formation, and I ran a go route, and I went up and I caught it between two people and got a foot down. And But sadly it was – during the game called incomplete but oh my gosh that's probably one of my most proud catches oh man that's <laughs> awesome all right uh so can i see that on huddle is that on there somewhere mm-hmm. okay all right mm-hmm. i want to go back and review that all right coach mangold anything that you're just feeling excited about this season or uh, i mean i know you're excited but a little bit different or a different feel what are you feeling well i think you know the turnout for our kids this summer and uh, the thing i'm excited about right now i'm starting to see more player led than coach led taking oh. care of things uh, where they're taking initiative 
and making sure that they're going to build the team that they want. Yeah. Uh, you know, as coaches, we try to lead them in the right direction and try to push them and uh, create to create the team that they want and we want for them for their senior year and their junior year or maybe even their sophomore year. But uh, we got a good, good group of guys that are starting starting to lead themselves and and kind of policing themselves and you know there's a way we do things and and if that the standards not being upheld they try to remind each other and we, we get back on track so i'm excited about that part man that is exciting that is really <laughs> exciting all right hey i want to thank you guys for being yeah, here today you. and i know your leadership into the community i know we're going to raise a lot of peanut butter for sos and just again appreciate not only your leadership but you guys um and i'm excited about the dang season man i'm getting me too, too. fired up <laughs> uh so new yep. Braunfels, um man it's just good when we feed hungry people uh, what we say around the peanut butter bowl is when we do that we all win and so i want to challenge you guys and ask you to get on board the night of the game itself there may be opportunities before coach mangold will be talking about that but the night itself just each one bring one and uh, i know somebody might be watching and they might wind up giving 500 jars of peanut butter that's amazing somebody might give a thousand somebody might give 24 whatever the case is i still i want to see each one bring one so at the gate that night bring your peanut butter let's be united in that let's be four new Braunfels together so god bless you guys god bless the unicorns and thanks again great job thank you for having us appreciate it go blue (laughs) (laughs) i love it Clark Cougars, you guys are in the house. You're in the Very Bold house. That's what this is. Very Bold Radio and Podcast. I'm Steve Teal. I'm the president of Very Bold, and we are blessed and honored to put on the Peanut Butter Bowl. And Clark Community, I want to tell you guys that uh, for the first three years, we did a game, Peanut Butter Bowl, between Brandeis and Johnson, and those coaches decided we were doing a good job. We uh, collected 15,000 jars, basically worth of peanut butter in three years, which is pretty great. But they realized that there are so many hungry kids. As we could look out, we're on the 12th floor of a building by the airport, and we could just see and imagine how many kids are out there that on the weekends in particular go hungry. And I'll give you the stat. We have over 100,000 children in Bear County that are on free or reduced lunches and breakfast. They count on during the school year. Those are their meals, um, breakfast and lunch. On the weekends, there's no breakfast or lunch uh, for those for. 15 to 20% of those kids. So let me back up a little bit. There's over 100,000 kids that are on free or reduced lunch, but out of that group, 15 to 20%, feedingamerica.org says they don't have meals on the weekend. So great organization. We've got several in San Antonio, but Snack Pack for Kids San Antonio is one that we've uh, managed to work with. And we collect the peanut butter, they take it. And what they do is they feed snacks uh, weekly um, to these kids, and they're right now reaching 2,500 children. And so they give them name brand snacks every week, Friday, in their backpacks. It's not a secret, but it's done discreetly just so no kids are embarrassed or anything. It's also done with a guardian approval. It's all you know, run through counselors and teachers of trying to figure out which kids are really hungry. And you know how they can tell? Because Friday those kids start to act out or they start to stress out or they start to shut down because they know over the weekend they're not going to have a meal. And so Snack Pack for Kids provides that snack each week. Now, what they do with this peanut butter 
And yes, this is the right size, 16 ounce. It's small, but it fits in a backpack. You get those big, huge ones. It's tempting. Like you're going to go to HEB and you're like, I get a big, huge one. You give it to a little first grader, it's just going to tip them over in their backpack. So uh, this is what Snack Pack for Kids wants is the creamy peanut butter. And uh, once a month, they give that to those 2,500 kids. So over the course of a year, that's 30,000 jars of peanut butter that they need. And so what we are hoping to do this year among the four different peanut butter bowls, peanut butter bowl four is Johnson Brandeis. You guys are peanut butter bowl five on that Thursday night, August 29th at Ferris Stadium. I'll be there. Can't wait. And then uh, we have Reagan and Brennan, our peanut butter bowl six. And then Alamo Heights at New Braunfels is number seven. We are hoping that somehow with your uh, participation and caring that we could collect together 20,000 jars worth of peanut butter. Um, so here's what I want to do. I want to bring in the, the way we're going to do this is with you guys, but it's also with the leadership of these coaches and players. And Coach Geist, um, I want to say thank you. First of all, uh, I've got a lot of thank yous for you, but welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. How are you thank doing? You. I'm doing good. 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 Well, I, I really appreciate it. I didn't know you guys had practice today. Uh, the radio schedule was just kind of made, just put in order. You guys are the last ones. These players are exhausted. Um, you've got to be exhausted, but you're still here. I was worried a little bit, y'all. We're just going to run home, Never. but you didn't no. do that. I know. But the other thing is um, we welcome you to San Antonio. We're glad you're over here. I just have been thinking all day that if I was a coach and if I was a first-year coach and I got an email or a call saying, hey, would you guys like to do the peanut butter bowl? If it's my first year, I'd be I don't even want to say tempted. I would just think I would want to say, well, let me get my bearings straight. You know, check with me in a year. I got a lot going on. So, Coach Geist, uh, you must be some sort of leader because you said yes. Well, thank you for that. Yeah. Um, but I will tell you, you know, there are, there are people that reach out to me for things. Yeah. And, I'm, and that's the exact reaction that you get. Okay. <laughs> because it is, you know, hey, let me just get my feet wet here right. first. And then, yeah, let's look at it later. But, no, this made complete sense to me. And so uh, – chance to help people that need it, yeah. uh, a chance to grow something that's already going here, and then add that to the tradition that, that there is right now with the Gucci Bowl. Why right. That just made sense. Yeah. I mean, people in our community and the, and the Churchill community care about that game and come to that game. Right. Uh, can we get them to bring a jar of peanut butter, too? Why, yeah. why not? And help some people at the same time? It, it just made sense. Man, I love that. I love that attitude. And that is one thing we're pushing because I do know somebody will be watching. And I really – I'm thanking you because somebody will be watching and think, man, I didn't know there were so many hungry kids in San Antonio. I'll donate 100. That's great. Uh, somebody might be out there and, and donate 500 jars. You think I'm kidding, but that, that happens. Um, but what we're really trying to push is don't count on somebody to give 100 or 500 and say, oh, they've got it. What I really want to see on that Thursday night um, is each one bring one. And uh, that you just we just collectively as a, a community and that unity in that community, we come together. And so just what uh, Coach Geist is talking about, that's what we want that night. It's, it's going to be a big crowd. It's a great way traditionally to kick off the season anyway. Mm -hmm. And then let's just bless our community. So, yeah. um, man, I appreciate that. All right, Coach Geist, you've been here all day, and I didn't know you had practice. It's okay. Uh, I want to hear a little bit about football and, and how's it going. And I don't remember when – I mean, did you get to move here in the spring or I did I came in in the middle of February okay uh, my family uh, my wife was still back in Houston of course until, of course until the end of the school year she's a counselor so okay. she had to finish down there so that that part of it's not any fun but the, no. the welcome that I got when I came here was awesome uh, the Clark community is incredible 
Um, it's just been it's been great getting to know all the people that are not just part of Clark, but have been you know they yeah. either went there, they've got somebody else that went there, they know somebody there. It's Clark, Texas is a special place, and I feel blessed to be there. I, I love that. All right, so you must have made a decision. Uh, you get the choice to either have spring football or to wait and get an extra week in the fall. That's basically the choice? Or? Yeah, and you pick up an, uh, an extra scrimmage, too. Okay. So we got two scrimmages, and we had that extra week of practice. Yeah, so tell me uh, the thought process. Because I've heard some of my coaching friends say, like, I'm not sure if spring football is worth it. But in your case, with moving over here, yeah. how did you make that decision? Well, it primarily had to do with staffing. Ah, that makes sense. You know, I, I, there were going to be several coaches that decided to leave, and yeah. I knew I was going to have to bring in some coaches, and I couldn't get them all in right. for spring ball. Um, it just made sense to me yeah. that, hey, let's, let's, let's get my coordinators up here. Let's go through the basics with the guys and try to get them used to what it is we're going to be doing. But, hey, let's use that extra time um, when, I've, when I'm fully staffed with guys that are planning right. on being back and and we'll roll then. And so it, it just made sense to me to do it that way. All right. How are practices going? And then uh, I want you to introduce us to these guys over yeah. here. Uh, practices are going good. They're going good. We had a, we've had a good <laughs> week so far. so tired. Yeah, they look tired. But, uh, and that's why, that's why you know they're going good. Right? Yeah, yeah. We're having it. good practices. If they're not tired, that's they're not true. working hard. And that's true. They heard that from me. They've heard that from me several times. We were talking about uh, – Oh, man. <laughs> well, we, while we were waiting to come to come get a chance to do this a little while ago, we were talking about conditioning, or I wasn't. They were. They were yeah, talking about the yeah. conditioning, and one of the things that they they've heard from me this week in conditioning is, look, I know you're tired, and if you're not, you're not working hard. So, mm. yeah, they're tired because they're working hard. Yeah. So, no practices have been good. Um, I feel like uh, I feel like we're going the right direction. It's a process, obviously, sure, sure. and. Uh, yeah. You know, our coaches are working really hard right now. They have been all summer getting yeah. ready for this, and it's been exciting for us as a coaching staff. Uh, it's exciting when the guys actually show up finally and go hit the field. And I told these guys this morning, uh, one of the things I love the absolute most is when I get to go out on the practice field. It's just yeah. I love it. Yeah. Uh, I, I walked by my defensive coordinator today while he was coaching. I kind of nudged him, and I said, hey, I, I love this. I love doing this. <laughs> and uh, he goes, yeah, me too, man. So, uh it's been good. The guys are the guys are coming along really well. I mean, again, it's a process. We don't expect to have everything in right now, and and uh, but they've picked up what we're doing pretty quickly. They're, uh, we're working all three phases every day, and you know, Man. enjoying it. So good deal. All right. Well, tell me about these guys. You wow. must have identified them as some leaders. Well, they're good guys. Um, I feel really fortunate to have the leaders that I do have. Yeah. Uh, when I came in in the spring, we we put together a leadership council, um, and the kids. The kids voted on guys they thought should be on the leadership council, and, and you know these guys are some of those representatives. I had others as well that were on that, but you know, there's I could have picked a lot of guys. That's a good situation. I, it is. I'm it's glad. great. I'm I, glad. I feel like we've got good leaders. I got guys with great character. I got guys that want to work hard. They want to do the right thing. They want to be out in the community. Yeah. Um, they understand that it's more than just football. That it's you know going and giving back and yeah. And and I appreciate about these two guys uh, that as well. But they're like that on the football field too. David Santos over there. That he is our he's our quarterback. He's a leader on the field. He's doing a great job. He's when he, he's up here during the summer, all summer long, working and leading. Really appreciate him. He's a senior. Yeah. And then job. Cameron Bell. He's a junior. Junior, but, young buck. Yeah. Over here. He's a, You're our lone junior today, man. Yes, sir. That's something. But he's else. a leader as well. Sure. Um, oh, and yeah. he's not. He's not as vocal. <laughs> he was talking about he's that. He's not too. as vocal. I've been no. hearing him talk a lot. I know, bunch and today, that's, man. that's what he keeps telling me. <laughs> he said, "Why did 
why did they pick me? I never talk. And I said, you talk all the time. Uh, and he does out on the field because, and he plays both ways. He plays tight end and he plays defensive end. And wow. I hear him constantly throughout practice because he's, he's doing the communication he's supposed to yeah. be doing. So he's not bashful. Or, he's a good leader. He needs to think more of himself in terms of that, I think. <laughs> all right. Well, let's talk some uh, football. Welcome, David and Cameron. So glad you guys are here. Dude, thank you for enduring and being so patient today. Uh, David, talk to me about uh, the summer. What have you guys been doing? Uh, so basically, we have a whole new coaching staff, and basically, we're incorporating a whole new offense. So that's a lot of work for the quarterback. So oh, we yeah. got a new offensive system, offensive completely system, different signals, everything, and we're like all like we're not learning them every single day, but we're like we're learning little pieces of it because we're not going to learn all of it in one day because it's too much pressure on us. So we'll learn it whenever we just go through it. All right. What's the offensive system kind of looking like? Are you going to get to throw it around the field, sling it around a little bit, or is it more of a ground and pound? What are we What are we looking at? Uh, it's been looking like a lot of RPOs, uh, a lot of options for me if I want oh. to run it or throw it out to my receivers and let them go have a little fun out there with the corners. But it's looking very <laughs> promising. Okay, so – during seven on seven, were you running that offense or the old offense? I mean, I guess you can't do a lot of RPO out there. Uh, during um, strength and conditioning on Wednesdays and Thursdays, we'd have one extra hour to go uh, to go like practice offense, and so we'd like go out in that, during that time and like go practice plays and stuff. And so yeah, we'd learn those plays for seven on seven. And we got to use those new plays, and they were looking really good actually. Do they look really good? Yep. What's the deal? Why is it just a better scheme or just? What's the deal? I just feel like this year we had like our chemistry within the team is like we like we know how we all play. So like I can tell which receivers on the field. I'm like, okay, he's gonna run it right there, right there. I need to place it right there. Like we just have that chemistry that we need to like be on the same page at all times, and we have that. This kid sounds really smart. He, he is. sounds like a kid you want a <laughs> oh, quarterback. Yeah, he's football smart. He knows what he's doing. He knows That's what he's awesome. Doing. All right, Cameron, how about you, man? How are you feeling about this new offense? Oh, I'm loving it. Um, you are? Yeah. And, and you got defense, too, but tell us about offense well, for you. Well, last year I started as a defensive end, as a sophomore. Um, but I never really got a place, uh, place on the offense. But it's looking so much better than last year. And it's, uh, it's a lot more fluid and less panicky. And it just works with whatever we're doing. Man, that's cool. More fluid. What do you mean by yeah, that? It just it just flows better. Like the calls, the calls are more easy to read. Um, and there's a lot of pass options for him. And yeah. he just is able to uh, just adjust to yeah. the game more. Where okay. last year it was more strict. Like you have to run a play. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah you, so more, you have some trust and some, which leads yeah. to some freedom for you and the coach yeah. on the field. And that's what coach guys brought to us whenever he first got here. We had like a little pyramid and it was players trusting in players, players trusting in coaches, coaches trusting in players, and then coaches trusting in coaches. And I feel like we've all been on that same page and that's why we've had a success so far. Man, you're doing a good job. He just, oh, he I'm just taught. To, that's he, good. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's speaking the right stuff. Yeah. That is really good. Yeah. A lot that's of times you can teach that stuff, but uh, man, you know he's he's taking it well, in. Well, he's having to, to take a lot in, so it's yeah. good that he's retained it. Yeah. How are you? I mean, as the quarterback, I know you're taking in more than anybody else. So how are you handling this? Well, like at the end of the day, I know that everyone looks at me and like if like they look at my emotions. So if I'm like looking all angry, then they think they can get angry too, and that that's when we all fall down. So I have to be the one that like if I make the mistake, I just have to regroup and ah. then just flip the page and then just go on with the next play and then just go with it. Oh, man. That sounds like some maturity. Did you get to play some last year? I have no idea who got to play. Were you quarterback last year? Uh, no, we had, okay. another, we had another quarterback, okay. but then three or three games into the season, we got to mix it up a couple. And so, like, 
yeah, it, I got some experience there, but yeah, it was it was very good. Okay, well, this sounds really exciting. So that Thursday night, Gucci Bowl slash Peanut Butter Bowl uh, five. I will be there, no doubt, collecting peanut butter. But I got to get in to watch this uh, watch this offense and see what see what y'all got. Okay. This is going to be a lot of fun. All right, uh, Coach Geist, uh, thank you so much again for just jumping on board. And I know it doesn't end today. I know you're going to be talking about Peanut Butter Bowl with this community and just really appreciate it already in advance. So thanks a lot for being here. Absolutely. And you guys too, man. Great job today. I hope you get a little bit of rest before you get up and get back at it. <laughs> Tomorrow, yes, sir. All right. Hey, thank you guys for tuning in. It's going to be an exciting season. Some good stuff is happening, um, some great leadership, and it's going to be a great way to kick it off with some peanut butter to help feed these hungry kids. So thank you, and God bless you. Well, that wraps up our peanut butter bowl pre-game coverage for all these great games. I've really had a great time talking to these coaches and players. And now I want your prayers, first of all, because the games are coming. And I am really praying that we have a great response from these communities that give and bring peanut butter. It's so important to these hungry children around San Antonio and the hungry people that SOS feeds in New Braunfels. So if you would say a prayer with me, I would really appreciate it. Next week, I'll be back with more Very Bold Radio and Podcast. Thanks again to all the football teams and coaches and communities. I want to wish you all the best in this season. God bless you and be very bold. Very Bold.